The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. Welcome in to another edition of Talk of Champions Recruiting. I am your host, Zach Barry, once again leading the charge here, joining me. Typically the host, but I guess <laughs> technically a sidekick today. Um, maybe got a little bit uh, into the weeds last night watching the uh, the Super Bowl, but Ben Garrett is here. Um, I-, I think he probably was celebrating just as hard as some of the uh, the Cowboys fans who uh, were celebrating last night. Ben, good afternoon. You're not wrong in saying that I'm only sidekicking today because I'm a little hung over. I am. But here's the thing. I went to a, quote, Super Bowl party, but I'm 37 years old now. So my, quote, Super Bowl party isn't what it used to be. You know, at Ole Miss, I remember watching Eli and the David Tyree catch, that legendary game in my house with all of my friends. There were like 30 of us in there drinking, doing all the stupid stuff that you do. And then fast forward, and I had this, like, mortality moment where I realized, oh, I'm going to die one day. I'm now watching the Super Bowl. It was a great time. It was wonderful. But I was at my in-laws' house, my wife's parents, my kids, her brother, his wife, all there, and none of them, none of them, honest to God, couldn't care less about sports, know nothing about it. But it was wonderful because all I do is talk about sports all day, every day with you, whoever, podcasting, writing about it on the Spirit, talking about it on the message board, Spirit Ben. And I'm trying to talk about this amazing game that's happening, and no one cares. Like, oh, who's playing? The Chiefs and the Indians? It wasn't quite like that at our house, but it was um it was nice. We so I did like a big lunch. Um did some uh barbecue Hawaiian chicken. Ooh. And uh with some rice. We did that for lunch and then dinner. Uh never done this for the Super Bowl, but I ordered a head and did wing stop and little Caesars. So there's a there's a wing stop that is now walking distance from the house. It's been a minute since I've had Wingstop, but um, for a chain, it's very good. For um, a chain, because if I had it my way, like back in 2008, when I was acting like I wasn't rooting for the for the Giants and Eli, wearing a Cowboys jersey, being an obnoxious Cowboys fan, same thing happened last night with the Eagles. When, when AJ <laughs> caught that touchdown, and it was so brilliant, because it's between two defenders, Jalen Hurts dropped an absolute dime in the bucket. The mid-play adjustment from AJ – to get around McDuffie and catch that ball at his, at his really only point was incredible. And putting everything aside that I love the Cowboys and the Eagles are the friggin' Eagles and it made me feel sick. Just seeing AJ get a moment, and he almost had it. It's incredible. But see, like my whole thing is Wingstop is a chain. Awesome. But if you really want to do it right, and what makes us realize we're old now because you have to go to Wingstop. No, no disrespect. Love Wingstop. 
I have to go to my in-laws for my quote Super Bowl party. I would get Coupe DeVille with 30 people, get yeah. drunk, and celebrate that game. It was just different, but it was also great. I knew the risk going in. Um, sure. But look, I, Little Caesars, they were on top Fire. of it. Walked Fire. in, got it out of the – I can't remember what they call it, like the little pizza locker. Hot and ready. Hot and ready. Well, like the little uh, – it, it looks like a big – It is a pizza locker. Vending yeah, machine, like yeah. Yeah. For your pizza. Walk, is that the most in. American thing ever, dude? It, it we really have vending is. machines for our pizza. All we need is like vending machine machines for cigarettes in a strip club, and then it'd be the most American thing ever. Well, they have they have vending machines for for cigarettes. Maybe not as much anymore because most places don't allow it inside. But you misunderstand. We need the vending machines. They do have them for cigarettes in a strip club with a little Caesar's vending machine or hot and ready locker, uh-huh. and that is the most American thing. You mean that in the have. strip club? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have buffets at strip clubs. That's like the thing. Have you ever had a buffet in a strip club? We do not need to do this. We do not need to do this. <laughs> Things are actually <laughs> happening with Ole Miss right now. <laughs> well, I was going to say I have, but it was a, a buddy of mine. We would only go for the buffet. We wouldn't even go for the strip club. That's bullshit. Stop. It, no, no it was it was hurt. like the it was like the nightcap. We'd go and eat and then go go back to his house. <laughs> that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's That's very like dumb. I, when I was, uh, you know. Going through my teenage formative years, I only looked at Playboys for the articles. They had some great articles, but that's not why you opened Playboy. You did not hey, go to the strip club. It's just, look, I, I appreciate a good buffet. buffet. Yeah. So you, you're basically getting a Golden Corral chocolate fountain level buffet. And you're honestly with a straight face. I know we, look, we got wife and children, but we all have done dumb shit in our life, right? There's no way you can say with a straight face that you went to the strip club for the buffet. I, I honestly can. Because it's not wow. my thing. Okay, what did they serve? I mean, it was just a breakfast buffet. And I mean, they had pancakes, waffles, eggs. That's sadder. That is sadder. Omelets, bacon, sausage. They had breakfast sandwiches in there. <sighs> uh, anyway, all right. So I get into, so Little Caesar's done. Put it in the car. Right. Walk next door to Wingstop. I walk in. <laughs> there are 16 guys in there just standing there with their arms folded waiting. And so I'm like, okay, not too bad because I scheduled it ahead of time. It wasn't like I did it online, then went. Like I placed sure. the order at like four o'clock. Luckily, they had TVs on in there. So I got to see Rihanna's half halftime show, which was great. And then um they were only about 15 minutes behind. So it wasn't terrible. I didn't miss no, so bad. I didn't miss any of the game. Um, but yeah, so my wife and I just sat and ate pizza and wings. And cheese fries. And uh, I think I had one beer last night. That was it. And AJ had a great game. And let's be honest, what I wanted to happen happened. The Eagles lost. But I wanted AJ to win a title. He deserves a title. Just why could he not go to the Chiefs? The main thing that sucks um, was that Jalen Hurts played phenomenal and then lost. So, I mean, an MVP can't be on the losing team. But outside of the fumble, he was pretty flawless. Um, Also, he shut everybody up. The streak of... uh, Quarterbacks wearing visors in the Super Bowl continues winless still. I don't know what that is. What happened? There's like there's a, a I don't know the actual number, but a quarterback wearing a visor has never won a Super Bowl, apparently. Okay. So there you go. Don't wear a visor. Don't wear a visor. A, if you're a quarterback. I used to love visors too. Oh, dude. The AJ Brown with like the yeah. murdered out visor, that looks so awesome. Yeah. AJ Brown could do whatever he wants. He's the greatest almost revel ever. Like, why is there not a statue already under construction about for AJ Brown Tim Elko? 
There should be on campus somewhere, preferably around the Pavilion Vaudeville Way Stadium. It's like championship corner. Maybe in the circle on campus, you can make it championship circle and build your statues. Mike Bianco deserves one now. Tim Elko deserves one. AJ, I've kind of got Manning fatigue, but that's neither here nor there. As far as Ole Miss goes, Archie needs one. Eli. But they got Manning way, too, I don't, and the Manning Center. But you need to have AJ's statue somewhere, mm-hmm. preferably with him uh, a finger over his mouth, shushing the crowd in Starkville. I will say he, Mississippi State fans made a point. They did make a point because I said the mayor of Starkville, go get your title. And on Twitter, a lot of State fans were like, hey, wait a second. AJ only beat State once. They're right. And it's not AJ. AJ's awesome. But it's because the coaching staff was so bad. And, of course, my buddy Stephen Godfrey brought it up on Twitter last night. DK Metcalf, AJ, Dawson Knox. Yeah, I Jordan mean, it's Yamu, just... Scotty Phillips. Oh, ugh. Yeah. What a waste. Build the statue that, uh... already. Last night is one of the times when, like, Twitter is actually good. That was great. You can just follow along. Like, I saw a bunch of um, – I didn't actually see it on Twitter, but my wife said that um, Rihanna basically just – ended all pregnancy announcements like no one can ever top her pregnancy announcement um so her pregnancy announcement was the super bowl halftime show now we've seen the mount everest of of announcements she got up there and like on multiple levels like a mario level that thing's moving up and down she's being hung thousands of feet in the air saying hey yeah i'm pregnant my second baby i gave birth nine months ago that's insane and yeah the 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 show itself, there were no surprise guests. It was fine. It was fine. She's got a banger like Dude. song list. Like she, I was going to say, she, she didn't need anybody. She didn't. Her catalog's incredible, but the Super Bowl halftime show is supposed to be a spectacle unto itself, so you kind of expect guest appearances. and all. But, like, the story, the crazy spectacle of it wasn't what we're used to. It's still brilliant in its own way. It was a friggin' pregnancy announcement. It was nuts! I mean... Which plays to the audience at halftime for all the football fans out there, which is the people that are listening to the show. Don't want to hear about this no more. We're all like, Oh, that was fine. But for the pop, like that is for the pop culture people. That's for the, for the people who have no interest in football. You know, at my house, it was my wife and her family, brothers, sisters. They didn't care, but they were there to watch Rihanna and it was perfect. They were freaking out. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, God, I really hope that the Eagles lose, even though I want AJ to win. He still had a hell of a game. He did Um, six catches, 96 yards. In the touchdown when he was pretty quiet in the games of the playoffs leading up to it. It was awesome. It really was, man. Even the video that Ole Miss uh, tweeted out when he was asked during Super Bowl week, I think it was at NFL Media Day, about Ole Miss, and he said Ole Miss is home. It's just – that's the good well, stuff, you know? You know, it's – sports great. Yeah, so I heard about it from a couple of people this morning, um, messaged you about it. Uh, I actually meant to message – Chuck and then forgot this morning and then uh he posted it I talked with uh Matt Zenitz of on three earlier he um was hearing similar rumblings it is now uh it's not I guess it's not officially official AM hasn't done the the tweet or the graphic yet but running backs coach Markwell Blackwell is uh moving on um to Texas A&M after one year with Ole Miss and uh man, it probably as good of a one-year run you can have with uh Quinshawn Judkins, Zach Evans, and then um 
the way they recruited in 2023, signed four-star Kedra Griscano, and then uh, Ulysses Bentley is back. So uh, the one year in Oxford was a good one. Yes, and he deserves to have all of that in his bio at Texas A&M on the official site. When they fill it out, Obis would do the same. He deserves those accolades, however. And this is not to diminish in any way Markwell Blackwell, but I just don't think this is a big deal under Lane Kiffin. I'm not saying that Markwell Blackwell isn't a good running backs coach. He is. He objectively is a good running backs coach. But Derek Nix is a good running backs coach, and now he's coaching wide receivers at Ole Miss. But pick your running backs coach around the country. They're all good at that job. All right. They're all good mm-hmm. at that job in some way. Good enough. Um, and any coach, you know, I feel like in that position with Quinshawn being what he was, I mean, Mar- Markwell did his part, but yeah. Quinshawn was, I mean, any coach of value could have gotten Quinshawn to be, I mean, he's just that good. He's a generational <laughs> yeah. talent. And you got Zach Evans, who was a former five star, the number one running back in the country in 2020, and the most decorated running back transfer in the portal last year, who's going to be a top three-round pick this year just based on talent alone. And, yeah, yeah. He, he had career highs and carries what? or maybe it was yards and touchdowns. But the point is this. Markwell Blackwell is a good coach, but Ole Miss is going to be fine. And at this point, with the way Lane Kiffin always has mass turnover in his coaching staff, I mean, this every single offseason is completely turning it over. I mean, it's half of his coaches are gone. You look back at his original coaching staff, who's left, even the, like the most committed guys. The most committed guys, his guys, the ones that were going to be with him attached to the hip forever, Wilson Love and Kevin Smith, they're gone too. This is just part of the NFL mindset. You um, see this happen in the NFL every offseason. Yeah. Every I'm, waiting, I'm waiting on the episode of The Last of Us when uh, Pedro Pascal is like going through Mississippi and he goes through Oxford and Derek Nix is still there as the running backs coach. Yeah, he will be. And good for him. Um, He's a good coach, great coach. But like, you can't yeah, I mean, kill he just, Derek Nix here. He just survives. Um, yeah. Quick sidebar here because i don't think many people know this but um because i didn't until i wrote about him when he was being hired the trend of assistant coaches in college football that coach positions that they didn't actually play is is quite fascinating markwell blackwell was a really good quarterback at south florida and then became a really good running backs coach and that just seems incredibly wild to me that's always Blows my mind. Not, it's not but good or bad. Always, it's just But they're all aspiring head coaches, and that's why they want to coach other positions if they can, but they do get pigeonholed. And in a lot of ways, like, they, they get – they become running backs coaches for life by no fault of their own because I would argue that Derek Nix was probably in line for a promotion, be an OC at, like, Southern Miss or something a long time ago. And he had those kind of opportunities. I think one – like, he was actually offered the OC job at – uh, Southern Miss at one point and turned it down to stay at Ole Miss with a pay bump. And maybe like the considerations of money, year to year money mattered to you more than like career advancement. But a lot of these guys, no matter what position they played in, in college, they're trying to be a head coach. And for whatever reason, they they can't get there um, and they get put into these spots or be are told what they are, even though that's just, you know, Derek Nix is just a good coach. Same thing with, with Mark Well. So like, it's not a, it's not that Ole Miss didn't suffer a loss here. They did because he's a good coach, but with Lane Kiffin, in old days and old coverage, how we used to talk about these things, we go, "Oh man, what is he going to do? How is he? How is he going to replace the guy who, um, you know, led the room of the single season Ole Miss record holder in his true freshman year for rushing touchdowns and rushing yards? A freshman All American. He lost Zach Evans. Zach Evans had his career high in carries and touchdowns. Well, I mean, Lane Kiffin will figure it out. They'll just go get the next guy. 
there's always just the yeah. next guy for him. Because at the end of the day, in Lane Kiffin's offense, his running backs are going to be good. So it sucks that Marco Blackwell – we're like a month away from almost opening spring practices, and here we are again covering another coaching search potentially. But no candidates have emerged quickly here. And even the candidates we hear pretty heavily with Lane Kiffin, he can change on a dime. I don't think anybody heard anything about Kenyatta Hudson from Western Kentucky. Now he's the cornerbacks coach. So – here we yeah. are again. I just don't think – for me, it's barely registers as anything particularly important. Your national champions are back for another exciting year of Ole Miss baseball. Show your support for both Ole Miss baseball and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation by signing up for the Pledge Per Win and Pledge Per Home Run campaigns. Donations are charged every Monday, allocated into your blue priority point total, and are up to 90% tax deductible. So sign up today by visiting givetoathletics.com slash donate. That's give to athletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. That's Ole Miss Baseball and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, 662-915-7159. And Ole Miss fans, Morgan Wallen is bringing his One Night at a Time tour to Vaught Hemingway Stadium April 22nd and April 23rd. Tickets for both nights are still available and start at just $78. To purchase, visit morganwallen.com. That's morganwallen.com. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels. Let's be friends. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips, because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. It's a new year, and that means setting new goals for yourself and your family. And there's no better time to throw financial goals into the mix. Because the past year has been stressful for lots of people, me included. So why not take this opportunity to reevaluate where you are financially and where you want to be down the road? And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group and wants to help you set your financial goals and work towards a more secure financial future. 
So give them a call today at 662-296-0186 for a no-cost consultation. That's Thomas Chandler at 662-296-0186 to get started today on your journey to financial health today. I was told by someone in the industry that they thought that it was like uh, he was a good enough coach to where you thought that he played running back. And he wasn't just a guy that played quarterback that was learning and, and coaching another position. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, I think it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's always a loss when this happens, but it's not like, you know, and that's no, that's not to discredit Blackwell or anything that he did or say that he's, you know, not worthy of, you know, you know, bumming about it, but um, it, it happens. And so I, you know, I personally like when these types of, you know, I don't like people leaving for other jobs or getting fired, but I enjoy a little, little mini search. Well, here you go. Like from a recruiting angle, um, who was he responsible for? Cause I, I mean, Kedra Criscano, I would argue whoever the running backs coach was at Ole Miss for the, for the role that that position played in the recruitment and signing of Kedra Criscano, four-star running back. I mean, it could have been anybody. Well, I mean, Ole Miss in every cycle recruits the state of Texas hard and he has a ton of connections there and he has a ton of connections in Florida where he's originally from. Sure. And, but um, they still got, they still got Randall Joyner man on that one for Texas. They're good. Well, yeah, they've got uh, John David Baker. I mean, they got yeah. a ton of Texas folk, but um, when he was at Houston, um, he earned a lot of respect in the Houston area. And, um, and then, yeah, Florida, obviously the connections there, he played his college ball down there. And um, so, yeah, I mean, there's the, which those things, can be replaced by someone else that can recruit either the same fertile recruiting areas or somewhere else. Uh, it's just a matter of what direction Kiffin wants to go here. Does he want to go young up and comer? Does he want to try to uh, link up with somebody from his past? Uh, you know, it, it's still very, you know, in the infancy of the, the search here. What is the deal? I sound like a Seinfeld episode. What is the deal with Ole Miss <laughs> assistants leaving for Texas A&M? And Jimbo's like, obsession with poaching from Ole Miss. Yeah. DJ Durkin um, left for Texas A&M. Same position. I'm guessing Markwell Blackwell is going back. I think Billy Lucci, um, Texags, reported this, that he's going to be the running backs coach. Just lateral moves to Texas A&M. What is the appeal? Isn't Jimbo like a dying duck? Well, I joked with you about how, you know, no amount of of money could get me to, to move to College Station. Um but everyone has a price. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's just the the appeal of being at a place in the SEC that has probably the largest budget in the conference. That's fair to say, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't sure. even know if – I mean, they probably just have a blank check for everything there. Um, And then, you, you know, you can recruit in your own backyard. You don't have to go far. For top players, um, you're surrounded by a ton of talent. Like, make all the jokes you want about how Jimbo is underachieved, but tons of talent on that roster still, despite all of the transfer portal defectors. Um, hey, maybe the results have not been there since he left Tallahassee, but I'd imagine that coaches find it a – a lucrative opportunity to go work for a guy like Jimbo Fisher. I, 
it beats me. I don't know. It's it's certainly not for the uh, the infrastructure and the gorgeous campus in College Station. I can tell you that. Does Lane simply move Derek Nix to running backs coach? Kid? I don't think Derek would want to that's, make that move. Well, that's what I, I was. I, I talked to Chuck about that earlier. I mean, I, I don't know. When Lane was uh, hired, you know. like, like what happened was Lane cleaned house when he was hired, including Derek Nix. And we all thought, oh, wow, Derek too? <laughs> and then late in the cycle of, of adding coaches, he goes, you know, my staff is good. I got all these like top recruiters, Chris Partridge and all these guys. But I need a really good in-state recruiter. <laughs> and I yeah. think it was either John Miller or Tom Luke that turned to him and said, well, I mean, Derek's probably the best in-state recruiter you're going to find. And so he brought him back and let him coach wide receivers, and he's been there for three years. You know, it'd probably be pretty seamless because he's done it for so long and has, has been good at it in terms of recruiting. Because he recruits a lot of – in this 24 class, he's recruiting a lot of receivers. I still think even though he's not coaching that position, he's still on the staff, so he could still recruit those guys. It's not an issue. It would just be, hey, like, let me introduce you to the guy that you're that, that will be coaching you but I'll still be there so we can still be pals. So I don't think it's a huge issue to be honest. So yeah, that, I mean that sure it's a possibility. I don't think Derek would want to make that move. I think that would be seen for yeah, him as was, regressive. Kiffin's not going to move a guy on his staff for him not to be happy. I mean, he's going to yeah. want to keep everybody happy. So, um, so he'll go pull some obscure name and that obscure name from SMU or something. And that guy will be a dynamic recruiter and we'll all be talking about him in two years. Like, man, what a fine, just like Randall. I mean, Randall's poised to for big and great things. I mean, he's going to be a defensive coordinator. I mean, hell, I can see him being a head coach down the road. Um, John David Baker too. All these guys that you know, we, we're going to float. You're going to hear like T Martin and stuff, and he's going to hire a, a Kenyatta Hudson. And that guy's probably going to be a dynamic recruiter. Here's a spin zone for you. Spin zone. Or not really a spin zone, but here's a theory. What if AM and Ole Miss just switch running back coaches? Who is their running backs coach? Because Tommy Robinson worked for Lane Kiffin when he was at USC. Oh boy. He was, he was the pass game pass game coordinator and running backs coach for him in 2013. Uh oh. That's which was good. the year, which was obviously the tarmac year. That's but, like um, the only way you can make this story interesting to me. Because <laughs> um, like, otherwise I mean, it's would, just it's fine. They'll be fine. That would be, and that would awesome. be Chef's kiss of Kiffin yeah. just being like, "All right, well, I'll just steal your guy." Which I mean, hey, Tommy Robinson's done a hell of a job there. I mean, they've had some really good running backs under Jimbo Fisher. Well, Jimbo's in that place that a lot of coaches get to, where the writing is on the wall, and the only reason why you still have the job that you have is because they cannot afford to fire you. So. <laughs> You have to show as if you're being active to turn things around. I mean, Jimbo's not going to change who he is. It is what it is at this point. But he's, I mean, just like in the NFL, um, head coaches, I mean, they're they're the last out the door. I mean, that you clean out the coaching staff first because GMs and stuff, they don't want to admit fault either or, uh, or defeat with well, their head coaches maybe not working. So they I'm, fire all the assistants. I'm so excited for the – it's going to happen when A&M gets to a point where – the offense is sputtering a little bit and Jimbo tries to take it from Petrino and then they just get in a fist fight on the sidelines in a game. I mean, when you're at the place where you're having to hire Bobby, the corpse of Bobby Petrino to be your OC and you're just firing like the running back coach on February 13th. I mean, that yeah. just seems kind of, I mean, it seems pretty <laughs> obvious to me. 
you know, we know what Jimbo's doing. He's throwing all the deck chairs off, but I mean, that's still not going to stop the Titanic from sinking. Yeah. Now, if this switch happens, NFL experience, college experience, um, coach Clyde Edwards, he at, at LSU in 2019 when they won it all. Uh, I mean, looking down his resume here, he coached Beanie Wells when he was with the Cardinals in the NFL. First player in franchise history to rush for over a thousand, score 10 touchdowns. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's a really good coach, got a long CV of places he's been, NFL, college. He's been all over the map, all over the uh the southeast, stops at TCU, Oklahoma State, Georgia Tech, Memphis. LSU, Texas, and then he was at Southern Cal with uh, with Kiffin. So that would be hilarious. If if that's not already in the works, if Kiffin just does that to troll Jimbo back, that would be pretty great. He's not only the portal king, he's the troll god. The most petty. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. Give me the pettiest college football possible. That's way more fun and sassy. <laughs> sassy yeah. shit's way funnier. Yeah, sassy is a good word for it. So yeah, we'll have to. You should ask that the first media availability in the spring. Ask Kiffin if you freeze DM'd him. He I just want to hear uh, Lane Kiffin in a press conference mention mention WAP because you know that thing's going viral. Maybe Cardi B, whoever might like like latch on to it, like Katy Perry did, be great. They get if they get if they get Cardi B for the uh, Are You Ready that for the Auburn game that'd be. Well, I guess it'll be at Auburn. Oh anyway. my! Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All I was right. Even say, hey, Brandon Hudspeth, Paris Buchanan. Auburn week, somebody in the graphic department. Yeah, please, can we just do a WAP promotion all week? <laughs> that's that's the bell. We're ringing it. All right, uh, that's going to do it for this edition of Talk of Champions recruiting. It slash wasn't even recruiting, really. coaching carousel uh, theories, rumors. Uh, Marquel Blackwell off to Texas A&M. Ole Miss will be looking to replace him. We'll have all of that at omspirit.com. Um, you can find all of our stuff. On Twitter, at SpiritBen, at Zach underscore Barry. Follow us there, at OMSpirit on Twitter. Riri ruined, ruined all other pregnancy announcements. It's over. It's done. Now say we out. Bad girl, Riri. <laughs> True good girl gone bad. Gosh. <laughs> what a goat. All right, we out. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.